Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who will have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. Dan's guest this week is Sonia Lubomirsky, professor of psychology at the University of California, Riverside. Okay, so Sonia, I'm not going to try and say your last name. Can you, can you say it? Uh, it's Lubomirsky, and it means love and peace in Russian. Wow, that's a great name. Yeah, it's very appropriate for someone who studies happiness, who's a positive psychologist. So you're a positive psychologist, unlike the other psychologists? Yeah, the other psychologists are all negative psychologists. Actually, we don't like to use that term, but basically, uh, yeah, I mean, I study what makes people happy and how happiness can change over time. And so, so it has to be a very, very small field because people are really mostly miserable. Um, actually, no. Uh, research shows that most people report that they are happy. They're just lying, you mean? Well, that's your opinion. Um, but yeah, mo- most people do say that they're happy. Um, and I should say, you know, people who have sort of their basic needs met, we're not talking about people who are, you know, very poor or, you know, very sick. Um, so yeah, but I guess people are surprised to find that. So so what, uh, what are kind of the most interesting finding you think, from this research on positive happiness uh, kind of stuff, which... I find very hard to believe exists. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm often asked, you know, what surprises you, what's interesting, and, and I don't know. I mean, I guess I've been doing it for a long time, so, so nothing is really surprising to me, but I, I, I just am fascinated with how, whether people can become happier. And so, so you mean you can become happier than you are? You mean like uh, taking uh, drugs? Uh, you can take drugs, but actually studies show that drugs don't make people happier. They just make people less sad or less anxious or less disappointed. Maybe they don't know what drugs to take. Maybe. And I, ha- you know, I haven't tried them all. So so, so what, what have you tried that made you happy? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I love fine food and, and wine, so I, I, I like that. But, but really, seriously, we, in the research, what we do is we ask people to practice different strategies or what I call activities that have been shown to make people happier. And they're really simple things. I mean, it's not going to bowl you over, you know. For example? For example, um, expressing gratitude, appreciating what you have, trying to live more in the present. So so expressing gratitude for what you have, so like prayer in the morning, say thank you, God, for all these things I have, the bounty, whatever the the prayer is? If you're religious, sure. In fact, I I often get emails from people saying, everything you do is worthless because it's all already been described in the Bible. So, so gratitude, forgiveness, kindness. I mean, those are the studies. So, so give me a concrete example. I want to be happier tonight. What should I do next? Okay. Well, um, you, uh, might try, and by the way, it depends on the person. Um, but you might try writing a gratitude letter. So pick someone in your life who's been good to you, but who you've never properly thanked and write a letter to that person. You don't actually have to share the letter, which is, which is interesting. Just expressing that gratitude, makes you feel happier. Does email work? Email works. So I can have a whole folder of gratitude folder and just writing things and keeping it there? Uh, yes, you could do it that way. And it does, does emailing them help better or you can just need to write it? Well, you know, I think emailing them is even better, but, you know, okay. because you get the social consequences, you might actually improve your relationships and get closer to people. What if they say, I don't remember you? Uh, well, then you'll make a new friend. <laughs> okay, so that, that's one advice. What else? Well, other things that research has shown has uh, been shown to make people happier are things like um, trying to be more forgiving, uh, pursuing meaningful goals in life, living more in the moment. What, what does mean, living more in the moment mean? Well, you know, um, as someone who has little kids, I think I, I can relate to this, that we often 
don't really enjoy and just really, you know, savor the present moment because we're worried about, you know, what we have to do the next day. So to really because because we're miserable. No, no, because uh, you know, I guess we're future oriented. So we need to have a balance of of being present oriented and future oriented. So look look at the present and try to extract happiness of it, saying, "Oh, this is really very cute. This is really wonderful. This is happy." Right, right. So like when you're eating your morning pastry, when you're with your kids, or when you're working, or when you're I don't know commuting. You can enjoy something, savor something about that time. So you can day. say, oh, so so I was. I, it took me two hours today to get through LA traffic. I could say I have a lot of moments to say how wonderful this is. Yeah. There's so many cars, so many people are around <laughs> here, so much camaraderie. Right. Everybody's in the same boat, right. thinking the same thoughts. Well, you know that could be your technique. My strategy is I listen to audiobooks, and I love I love listening to books, and I carpool. And so when I carpool, I talk to my friend. No, no, but that's not talking yourself into it. That's yeah. that's cheating. That's you doing other things to make you happy but how can you talk yourself into it well I, oh yeah so if i'm alone well you can't sometimes you can't you know i'm not saying that you can enjoy and savor every moment um but the the, the positive or neutral moments in our lives i think we really can learn to savor so how how do you measure that this actually works um well we do what are called happiness interventions which are basically uh randomized controlled studies basically kind of like if you want to test a new drug you want So some some people are asked to think about happiness some people are not some people are do this okay and then what and how do you measure it Right and we measure we ask people mostly we ask we use self report we ask people how happy they are we have lots of validated measures um like for example what kind of measure So for example I might ask you um uh on a scale of 1 to 7 how happy are you as a person 6.2 Uh that makes you a pretty happy person Oh, that's great. And close to what my happiness is too. <laughs> um yeah, so there's there's lots of measures and you can validate them by asking your spouse or your friends how happy you are by looking at how often you smile. And and those little tricks basically make people higher on this scale. Yeah, and it's actually amazing and it's not just higher, you know. It is amazing. Moment. Yeah, it's not just higher for the moment, but we actually follow people up. We did this one study where we followed people up um nine months later, nine months later even long after they stopped doing our strategies. Um, Wait, but why? Happy. Why would you ever stop using the strategies? Because once you tell it to them, they should do it forever. Well, I think a lot of I think some people do, you know. But it takes effort. I mean, one of the themes of my book is that it takes quote work to be happier. Kind of like if you want to lose weight, it takes effort to maintain the weight loss, and same thing with maintaining your happiness. So, so being happy is a lot of hard work. Yes, but it's it might be the most fulfilling work you'll ever do. It's a really rewarding kind of work. Okay, so you're not suffering while you're trying to be happy. Right. Right, exactly. No, it's 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 enjoyable. Okay, so um the best trick is what is the best trick? Ah. Uh, uh well, I think positive thinking is really important and I think relationships are really important and pursuing goals and coping with the bad stuff in life because we all have the bad stuff. Okay, and gratitude, of course. Well, gratitude I would say is part of positive thinking. So, thank you very much for doing this for me. Is this does this count as gratitude? Uh yes, it does. If it's very heartfelt and uh, it it's is. a pleasure to talk <laughs> to you. Thank you. This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Dan Ariely, professor of behavioral economics at Duke University. Learn more at predictablyirrational.com.